Hey Solomon, this is Jay Rosemary. Are you tired of feeling overwhelmed and alone? I know when my children were younger, there was a lot of times I felt alone. That's why I started Solomon's Talk, this podcast. But you're not alone. You don't have to parent alone. And I, I keep repeating it because it's something that it seems we are convinced that we are alone. But reach out to me. I'm here for you. I can talk you through anything that's going through your mind. Because believe me, I've gone through some stuff. You can tell from listening to these podcasts that I empathize with you. And I understand and can connect with what's happening with you. So click the link below and book a one-on-one with me. We could just chat. Uh, No obligation, no... um, No commitment, just chat. And so don't parent alone. Click the link below and book a a chat with me. And no obligation, confidential and safe place to talk about you. Tired, weary, frustrated? What would you be doing if you weren't raising children alone? What's stopping you from living your best life now? On Solo Moms Talk, I discuss with solo mothers the challenges you face raising children alone. So if you're a working solo mom dealing with independent children, insensitive bosses, weight and health issues, or even debt collectors, join us as we discover your path to get and stay healthy, increase your income, and live with joy and purpose. In this battle. It's hard to keep your head above the water. So win this fight. Thou shalt prosper by Daniel Lapin, Spirit Rising by Jim Simbala. These are just two of the books I listen to on Audible. I'm about to ride Amtrak from Vancouver to New York. This will give me a great opportunity to listen to my books on Audible while I enjoy the awesome scenery while riding through the U.S. You too can download your favorite books on Audible. Get a free download and 30-day free trial by going to www.audibletrial.com slash Listen, use your free download. Choose any book you like by going to www.audibletrial.com slash and start listening today. Do you ever wonder what's happening to a service member's family while they are overseas? Who's taking care of their children, for instance? Today, I talked to Doris Branford, who is married to a soldier. That means that this young mother has to handle life at home while he serves overseas. Thanks for talking to me today. And, you know, it'd be nice to get your story. And this is Doris Brentford. She's not a solo mom in general, um, but she's going to tell us about her story. Hi, Doris. Perfect. Hi. Thank you very much for having me. First of all, I'm super excited because this is my first podcast. podcast, And I'm a super fan of podcasts. I hear them on a daily basis because it's kind of like a fun way to you know, nurture yourself to grow. Yes. 
while you're working. So I'm a huge fan and I, I'm pretty excited that this is like my first one. So I can only imagine like how many I could go after this one. So thank you. <laughs> well, I'm honored to be your first. So <laughs> thank you. So yeah, as you mentioned, my name is Doris. Um, I'm an army wife. I'm 31 years old and I'm also the mommy to a 21 um, months old toddler that is so sassy and has so energy that by 7 p.m. I'm drained. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In addition to that, I, I run my own business, a virtual assistant business at home. And as you all know, because of the current pandemic, uh, there is no childcare. <laughs> so I have to juggle around taking care of the baby and having my business. Right. Uh, which at the end of the day is kind of the reason why I decide to, you know, freelance and uh, resign to my corporate job. Because when I became a mom, the typical schedule wasn't working for me. Before right. that, I was happy, you know, just um, scaling the corporate ladder. I was working like for around 15 years, you know, since I was just 17 years old. Mm-hmm. I love to work. It's kind of something that um, determined like my personality because I really excel in the things that I do. So I like to feel productive. But whenever I became a mom, that schedule wasn't working because I'm the type of person that I never get sick. I don't take vacations. I'm always there. And um, my superiors were like used to having me there. But when you have a baby, things change. Baby gets sick. And when they are sick, you cannot take them to the daycare. And I don't have family around. Most of my family is from uh, Central America. So shout out to all my Latinos people. (laughs) 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 Most of my family is there. So, and my husband is not that around. So it was kind of complicated. So honestly, I find myself lying. Like today I'm sick, tomorrow you have this and that. And I didn't feel okay with that. So I decided to to, uh, resign to my position. But it wasn't like I did it cold turkey. It was... Uh, first, because um, I feel that that determined you as a professional. So I didn't like to just leave things hanging. And two, because I like to test the waters. I was not going to go cold turkey to freelancing because I already had an established job. Mm-hmm. I was used to earn certain amount of money and I like to live certain lifestyle. So <laughs> what I did is that for a whole year, I was working on my job Um my corporate America job and I was freelancing plus being a mom and a wife and everything. So it was kind of crazy, but I'm glad that I did it because that was almost like, Oh, last year. And I'm glad that I did it because when I decided to, to actually take this seriously to freelance, it was uh, on January. And by that time I already knew that this was possible because I was able before that to replace my um, corporate salary. Mm -hmm. So it was, it was a challenging year last year, but it was all worth it because before I jumped into freelancing, I was able to test the waters like for a whole year. Um, So now I'm I'm happy to say that I'm fully working um, in my freelancing job. I'm pretty happy. Sometimes it's chaotic and I feel like an octopus because (laughs) I have to be working and taking care of the baby and everything, but it's, it's all worth it. Right. And um, I just had this plan on my mind that this year I will focus a lot of on um, work. I'm always working like from 8 a.m. Sometimes, you know, I have to stop in between because of the baby. But sometimes I'm like from 8 to 10 p.m. And I know it's kind of crazy, but I feel that those are the things that you have to do at the beginning where you're trying to establish yourself. But next year <laughs> I want to have a different scenario I want right. to grow my business into an agency and have a team that supports me 
because mm-hmm. I don't want to be always tied to my desk. And I'm right. praying to God that next year, the pandemic is just history so we can go out and do stuff. So everything is working, you know, according to, to the right. plan. Right. So, oh, good. Thanks for giving us that uh, <laughs> overview. Um, so to to pick up certain things, um, you are a mom and a wife and you're a new mom, but you, uh, your husband is serving overseas and you're kind of mothering solo, sort yes. of. But you also are in your own business. You're running your own business from home. And you transitioned to that. You didn't just jump in. And you did it all while taking care of this young child. Yeah. Um, that's, that's something. <laughs> yeah. And, and so I, I'm really, I admire you for, you know, for doing it. And you do it in such a strategic way. Uh, and now you're, you're on a path and you have goals. You set your goals. So tell me, what has been the most challenging between, you know, you have a nine to five, you're independent minded, but you're also, you, are, you also have to consider your child, you know, your, your new mother. So, so how, what has been the most challenging in all of that? Considering you don't have your husband as backup, change yes. your diapers and stuff. Definitely. And, and thank you very much for asking me. This is kind of like a therapy too, <laughs> because I can talk about things. <laughs> and I'm so sorry for, you know, the baby noises, but that is how nah. we roll here. <laughs> it's a mom so, yeah. show. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of hard, uh, to be honest. Um, I remember my days when I was in college I and I was also working since, you know, I, I have always been working since I was 17. Um, I thought that, that I was super busy and tired. I had no idea back then what was, was really to be tired until I became a mom. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, I was tired. Yes, I'm not going to put that like I wasn't tired. I was tired, but this is a whole new level. And, yes. and the thing is that since I was raised like in a huge family, my family in Panama um, is huge, huge. Um, by the way, like it's just a funny fact. I'm American, but I was raised in Panama. You know, everybody comes okay. to the States, but in my case, they decided to take me out of the States. Right. <laughs> so yeah. once I finished college, I came back. But I do okay. have my mother's side of the family. They are from Panama. I was raised there. They are a huge family, like uh, 11 um, uncles and aunties and like 100 cousins. It's, it's, it's madness. Mm-hmm. Um, my grandparents were very busy. So I was used to be around a whole bunch of people. And that is the way, like in, in Panama, they handle things. You know, they help um, you know, with your baby and stuff and when you're everybody pregnant helps, and I have, yeah. yeah, everybody helps. Yeah. So I was used to seeing that. And, um, since I was very like straightforward with work and college, I wasn't thinking about that when I was there. I was super young. I was just focused like on working and, 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 you know, making myself better. Cause I come from a pretty poor background. So my mom, she did the best she could to, to, you know, put me into private education and help me to, to, you know, be a professional. So I was very focus oriented in that but then when I got married here in the states and everything I was like oh my gosh I don't have my family here so it's a whole dynamic and it, it, it has mm-hmm. been hard but thanks god we have like technology that I can call my mom or my mother-in-law and ask them questions but it's, it's kind of like a solo, <laughs> a solo right, show right. because my husband is not here and whenever he's here I mean he has 
his obligations and it's, it's something that um, I have learned like if I'm sick or I'm good or I'm a whatever I'm still a mom of a baby and uh, she meets me so it's, right. it's kind of um challenging at times uh, but I I think that right now I'm in the trenches <laughs> that right now is like the hardest time and I feel yeah. that that if I I conquer this because the, when just like a joke when she turn one I cry because I'm like you know I have a tiny human alive for a year <laughs> so it's like a goal so every year that she that she had or every month I I celebrate because I'm doing this solo so I feel that right now is the hardest but um as time goes things, things will be easier and and you know we just get into a routine actually like Two weeks ago, things changed because she's starting sleeping alone in her room mm-hmm. for the whole night. So that is wow. a game changer. Now I have like more energy because before <laughs> that, maybe because I'm a new mom, um, mm-hmm. things were crazy with the naps and with the sleeping. And sometimes I just sleep like three hours or five hours and it was complicated. But just having systems in, in place and right. asking a bunch of questions and being on top of things. Um, really helped me because she's my baby number one and then my business is my baby number two. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. So, okay. So thanks for sharing that. And so how do you, um, you know, navigate, you know, you have a client and, and I should, should say here, Doris is my VA. Yay. A very good one. <laughs> that. Um, so, and she's she's very efficient and she pays attention to details and to do that as a new mom with a new business um how do you stay organized and what systems do you put in place to be able to put your finger on stuff when there's absolute chaos Yes. Well, I'm kind of like a uh, pen and paper kind of girl. I do have like apps on my phone with, which help me to be organized. Mm-hmm. But I, one thing that I have is that I make lists based okay. on my priorities or, you know, because I, I work in chunk of time. I work like, you know, 30 minutes an hour and then I stop to take care of the baby, to play with her and things like that. So being organized is key for me. And I'm glad um, of my corporate years because they taught me how to work. Since I was like pretty young, I, I was handled big responsibilities because I always had this hunger to, to learn and to succeed. So I'm pretty used to having a huge workload, which, you know, in order to accomplish and in order to meet deadlines, I was always, you know, it is necessary for you to be organized. So I appreciate those years of, of you know, experience that now allow me to... Um, be organized because one thing that I discovered is that being an entrepreneur is not always like rainbows and, and butterflies and things like that. It's, it's a journey and you have to put in the work and you have to motivate yourself, you know, directly because nobody is on top of you. So if you already have that or you come with that from your previous background, it's kind of like a plus. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you brought your experience into your new job. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and I always have like the morning, like these are my list of priorities and, you know, I just work like based on that. And to be honest, sometimes I put the baby to sleep at night and then I have to come back because I do have things to do. But um, I'm kind of relaxed in the sense that those are the things that I can do at night because the urgent things were already done. So I try Mm -hmm. to work based on priorities. Okay, cool. And you said you, you, uh, I mean, you've been doing your own business for a year, but um, you kind of, I guess, jump off on your own since the beginning of the year. 
how has the pandemic affected you starting your own business uh, running your own business and being home with your you know you can't call you can't take your child to a daycare so how has the pandemic and social distancing affected your ability to work and mother yeah, it was hard because um, last year I at least had daycare. So uh, whenever I was working, the baby was full time there. But gradually, as I started like, you know, working less hours in my corporate job, then the baby was more time with me. But starting from March, uh, you know, the daycare shut down. And to be honest, I took off the baby like at the end of, se- of February because I noticed how the climate, you know, was. So mm-hmm. I took her out voluntarily. But then when I was like, oh my gosh, I can't do this, then the daycare was closed. So I have to do it. <laughs> so it was hard, but I, I have learned and I'm still learning how to manage things. Mm-hmm. And regarding the business, it was it was kind of like scary on March. I lose like almost half of my clients because of COVID. Mm. And then I have to invest in myself because I remember that the best return on investment that you can make is on yourself. So I was very used to the, you know, corporate format in which you go to an interview and you get the job and stuff like that. But I honestly wasn't, um, I didn't have experience on networking online. So I had to learn that. So I invest into a coaching program. I have a business coach and I learn how to network myself online. And I find out like, you know, social media, let's say like Facebook for virtual assistance or social media management is like a mine of gold. So I learned how to network myself in Facebook groups, which honestly has been like a game changer for me. Yeah, yeah. So from the clients that I get, uh, you know, some goals and comps, but the ones that are happy with me, they refer me other clients and it's just kind of like a ripple effect. But um, now I'm pretty happy with the abilities that I have to network myself on Facebook groups or other platforms on social media that allow me to sustain my business, even though during the pandemic time and now I have more um, success than before because Mm -hmm. of that. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, because so the a lot pandemic, of people, yeah, yeah it, it's hard, but you learn a lot. And if you have like a business that is kind of like pandemic proof, uh, you know, we can only imagine how things can go like in the near future when everything goes back to normal right. or to our new normal. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. Um, social media certainly helps. Yes. <laughs> um, so how do you take care of you? How do you do you practice self care, and what does that look like? To be honest, that is a part that I'm lacking because um, as much as we try to have balance, I feel that it's like a game in which you give something to one thing and then the other one is lacking and you just have to, you know, try to balance things. But it's, it's, it's kind of like a game. So I'm, I'm lacking on that. And it was starting to affect my, my personality because um, let's say I had a personal goal to lose 20 pounds and you know, just baby weight that I want to shed off. And I was lacking on that because I was paying attention to the baby, to work, to my husband when whenever he's here. And I just like stopped taking care of me in that sense. So now I'm doing things like trying to eat healthy and just having goals. Like this month I have to do this and that. I try to read the books. I, I'm a huge reader and I'm like very, very into mindset kind of stuff at mm-hmm. this moment. So I'm trying to read books and just not getting loss of, of me. I'm trying to rediscover me because, um, you know, people talk to you that whenever you become a mom, things change. But I was just thinking like, 
you know, physically. But right. for me, the huge change was mentally. And at some point I had to stop and think like who I was, what I want, aside from family and from my, my work, because I, I tend to be some kind of workaholic, so I can go and go and go. But I had to stop and think like, who is Doris? Who is me? What I want? And I'm just like slowly getting there because to be honest, it was something that I just left till the end until I was feeling bad. And then I realized that it was because of that. Right. Yes. And um, Tony Robbins always say that when you focus on one thing, you may become very good at that one thing, but other things get left behind. Yeah. And it's super, super. For me, it's true because I mean, I don't know nobody that has like everything, everything perfect, like in older aspects, there is always something that is lacking, but it's a game that, you know, you have to realize that that is lacking and work on that. Yes. She agrees. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Yeah. So, um, also we, we also have to remember as mothers to take care of ourselves because, you know, there's the repeated analogy that if you, if a an airplane is going down, you have to put your oxygen mask on first before you're able before, to help yeah. anyone else. Yeah. And, and that's something we forget as mothers that, you know, we feel guilty about taking care of ourselves, but we shouldn't. Yes. We, should feel guil- we shouldn't feel guilty at all. But if there was any guilt, it would be for not taking care of ourselves, right? Yes. And it's something that I slowly am learning because to be honest, like last week when I was starting to put her in her room, I feel like such a bad mother because for the first time in months, I had time to do nothing. (laughs) Whenever I put her in bed and I was in my bed, I was just like, what should I do now? And I was feeling guilty, but um, there are just stages and things that we have to do, even though they feel uncomfortable at the beginning, it's good for, you know, all of us. So I'm, I'm slowly getting there because I feel, and this is something that comes from the, um, the things that my mom and my grandma, they, they taught me, um, you know, you have to be good before you can be, you know, you have to be good for you before you can be good for others. So I'm slowly getting there. Yes, definitely. All right. So, um, I appreciate you coming and spending the time with us while the baby's awake as well. Um, yes, because now she's no longer napping during the day. <laughs> <laughs> Good for her. Um, but one last question: As a mom, you were in the workforce, and there's a lot of people in the workforce daydreaming about starting their own business, and they all kinds of things come up. You know, you could have used the excuse of, you know, being a young mother, your husband's not here, all kinds of things, but you didn't. What mindset, what gave you the mindset that you could be a business owner, quit your job, even as a mother? Yeah, yeah. And I think that it comes, again, from the things that I was taught. And even though I, um, my father passed away when I was like really young, he set the foundation for me. And um, I always ask myself two things. For me, the purpose of life is to be happy. So if you're not happy doing something, you should continue doing that. While I was successful in my corporate career, to be honest, I wasn't happy because I'm a good worker, but I hate, hate people being on top of me, like micromanaging me. So, you know, for 15 years, I just like, whatever it is, what it is. But if you're not happy with things, like what is the point of doing that? And the second thing, whenever I was feeling that I was lacking because the baby, my husband, whatever, I always ask myself, like, how bad do I want it? 
And mm. if I want it like really, really bad, then there is nothing that comes in front of that. So if I have to work at 5 a.m., whenever I was in my corporate job, I have to put hours before I have to clock in, I would do it. And if I have to do it at night at 11, 12, I do it. It's just a mindset to know like what do you want and what type of sacrifices you have to make in order to mm-hmm. get what you want. So, you know, we can all have uh, put excuses and we all have like complicated lives, but I feel that if you want something really, really bad, you will do whatever it takes to get it. Yes, true. Very true. And how can anyone get in touch with you, um, you know, especially if they want to um, hire you as a virtual assistant? I should, you know, emphasize um, she's a VA and she owns her own business. And um, if you are looking for work um, or you're looking for a VA, um, Doris, please um, let us know where to find you. Perfect. Yes. Uh, you can definitely check my website out. Um, the website is www.skycvirtualsolutions.com. Skycy is spelled S-K-Y-C-E-E. And then there you will see um, a booking link so we can schedule a call as well as some information on my packages, which are mainly administrative services and social media management. Um So yeah, I'm I'm pretty happy to be here and I appreciate the opportunity. Thank you very much, Jennifer. Thanks, Doris. Nice talking to you. (laughs) Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. Want to live longer? According to Harvard Health, good connections and social support can improve health and increase longevity. With that in mind, why not join other moms from around the world as we connect on Solo Moms Talk monthly connect lunch break? Click the link in the show notes to RSVP or visit www.solomoms-talk.com for more details. Take a break and let's connect. Did you enjoy this podcast? Then please subscribe so you will know when new episodes become available. And if you think this podcast can help someone else, please share it with them. Thank you. Hello, solo moms. As a solo mom of three adult sons, I understand the challenges you face on a daily basis. As a mentor, my mission is to help you shift your mindset and empower you to take control of your life, to see yourself as God sees you. I know that unresolved trauma can be a heavy burden to carry, and parenting alone can be a lonely journey. But it doesn't have to be that way. I want you to know that you are not alone. You have the strength and resilience to overcome your challenges and create the life you desire. I want to help you to make the effort to tackle unresolved trauma and change your perspective so you can live the life you deserve. I offer complimentary consultation where we can discuss how to move forward create a plan to help you heal and empower you. You can schedule a consultation by emailing me at jen at jrosemarie.com or by calling plus one nine one seven nine nine four one three two nine or schedule 
a consultation with the link below. I am here for you and I want to help you take the first step towards healing and empowerment. Don't let unresolved trauma hold you back any longer. Don't parent in silence. So take action today and let's work together to empower you to live the life you desire.